It's time. It's time. It's time. It's time to sparkle. sparkle. Greetings, citizens of Sparkletown. This is your Deputy Mayor speaking. Sparkletown is a municipality that intersects and overlaps with the city of Berlin. It is ruled by the Contessa. Its citizens are anyone who is adventurous, um, empathetic, affectionate, fabulous, and fabulous. You heard her. Who we got today? It's Billy Jean. That's right. It's Billy Jean coming up right now. There's no cookie-cutter way of doing drag. All right, so who do we have today? Well, we've already said. We've had Billie Jean. That's right, Billie Jean. No, I adore her. She's so much fun. She is. She's a lovely girl, and she has... uh, Yeah, you you listed the things uh, in the previous episode. She's been the door girl. She has been on stage. She's behind the bar sometimes at Monster Ronson's. Yep. And sometimes she's just there as a guest, looking fabulous all the time. All the time. Yeah. No, and one of the things she mentions while we're talking is she says a, a dressing gown. Now, mm-hmm. for those of you who maybe are not European, she means a robe. Mm-hmm. A bathrobe. A bathrobe. Yeah. Bathrobe and slippers and her hair in a towel. That was grand. Oh, my goodness. That was a look one day. <laughs> yeah, great look. I actually did that when I was uh, DJing back in the 90s. I would uh, DJ in slippers. And a dressing gown slash bathrobe, holding a mug of tea. Well, that's because it was tea time with John T. Oh, exactly. So, well, you just gave away my name. I did. And oh. not only, but you know what? what? I did it for, for Halloween last year. I went in my nightgown and my robe and a face mask. Oh, and a face and my, mask, and my yeah. Uh, slippers with the pom-poms on them. Well, the best part of that is you went uh, with the... Uh, face mask and to most people it's like okay she's just like a a woman getting ready to go out but i am actually terrified of face masks <laughs> i'm terrified of, of, of any face that looks weird or distorted so you would think i wouldn't be good with with makeup but um no but it's it's it, it actually um and you've learned to warn me before you put a face mask on yeah, because if i'm taking a bath and i'm going to use a mask that day it's like okay i'm in the tub Bubbles and a face mask stay out of here for a while, or at least be aware. Yeah, because I remember distinctly, I was in London when I was 10 years old and sharing a hotel room with my mom, and she came out of the bathroom with a face mask on, and I freaked. <laughs> so, <laughs> well, yeah. my face mask got me a picture with Christina Corpse. It was the first time we didn't actually try to hide me because it was already behind Oh, right. Yes, mask. yes, indeed. Anyway, enough of that. Supposed to be talking to Billy Jean. Right? Yeah, yeah. Enough about us. Let's uh, let's listen to you talk to Billy Jean instead. Yeah. Hi. Hello. Who are you? My name is Billy Jean Bowdery. Where are you from, Billy Jean? I'm from London in England, but um, I'm also from the south of England because I live between the two, trying to be all fancy, but yeah. <laughs> No, not super fancy. How'd you get to Berlin? Um, I moved here in 2014. I'd been living in Switzerland for like three months and got sick and hated it. And then I got offered a job um, in Berlin. So I was like, I've never been here before. It seems cute. So I I came here. (laughs) Berlin and cute. Those are two words I wouldn't put necessarily together. Maybe when I like something, I'm like, that's cute. That's cute. (laughs) It's amazing. Speaking of 2014, 
I heard that you had posted something on your Facebook page back in 2014 mm-hmm. about hanging out with drag queens. Yes. What brought that on? Um, so I, when I first moved here, um, I was totally on my own, a, a freshie in Berlin. Um, and I realized a friend of mine had actually moved here from, from my school a couple of years previously. And he said like, oh, I met all these amazing people and these amazing performers come to watch um, a RuPaul's Drag Race screening. And I was like, okay, I'd seen Drag Race before, but I was like, we'll, we'll see what happens. Um, I went there, it was amazing. And then here I am now. So back then after like, after seeing the House of Presents perform in 2014, I was just like, I need to be part of this. Like, I don't want to be their friends. I want to touch that, like stuff like this, stuff like that. <laughs> Not like in that way, but I just wanted to be, part of no, part of I their get world. it. I get it. I want to touch them all. <laughs> I just have to hold my hands to myself yes. because you don't control touch. yourself. Yeah. Yes. Unless you have permission. Yes. Yeah. A lot of times you can get permission. Yeah. You just have to wear them down a little bit each time you see them. And <laughs> then here, I was just thinking all you got to do is ask. No. I just wear, no. I wear people down and then the next thing I know I've got their hand on their butt and they've got their hand on my butt. So it's all good. Oh, all good. Oh, yeah. <laughs> the butt touch. Yes. When did you start doing drag? I wouldn't say I do drag, but um, <laughs> um, I think it's just I like dra- my day to day. What I wear is just so boring. I mean, as we speak, I'm wearing velour tracksuit bottoms and a grey jumper. You know, high yeah, society. It's cute. Thank you. Um, so I just like dressing I take like a little bit of a little bit of drag and then a whole lot of maybe like stripper street walker um yeah kind of like busted hood bitch and kind of like mix them all together and yeah that's how I kind of end up looking the way I did I mean it wasn't my first like drag performance I was just like attempting to back up dance because I'm not really a, a dancer. I'm a twerker, but I'm not a dancer. But the House of Presents had a Beyonce show a couple of years ago and they were looking for backup dancers. And I was like, this is my opportunity to get closer to them. So yeah, I faked my way through it. And that was my first time on stage properly. So that was a couple of years ago. Yeah. And you've done a few things since then. A few things, yeah. A few, a few different things, yeah, definitely. <laughs> but you are definitely involved with the the queens around town. Yeah, yeah. I try to be as as involved as as I can be. But yeah, I, I I get the opportunity, thankfully, to do so many different and amazing things. And yeah, it's it's super super cool. I don't want to get into breaking the magic that is drag, mm. but there is more to being part of the, the Queen's show than mm-hmm. just showing up and saying, I'm here to help. Definitely. Definitely. Talk to me a little bit. Um, no secrets, obviously. Oh, no. No, I mean, I found it difficult for years. Like, everyone has their, their group of people that they feel safe and completely comfortable and they can do whatever they want or, or be whoever they want with. And it's taken me a long time to find it. And I realized that drag queens were, was my group that I needed to be around. So, um, I mean... Uh, yeah I turn up and to the shows and I say do you need help with anything or like ignore aggressively send messages to people asking if they need help with anything to the point that they're just like go offline but yeah I'm 
I love being around these people and I want to be around them as much as possible. So I just try and do as, as much as I can, whether it's fucking handing out flyers at like two o'clock in the morning or sitting on the door, wearing a dressing gown and begging for tips. Like it's whatever I can do, you know, every little helps. But yeah, I've, I've met some really incredible people and I've made some amazing friendships through meandering my way into into the House of Presents. So yeah, that's that's great. Now that's not the only house that you have seen perform, is it? No. I've seen like Housewives of Noicone. I'm obviously the group that came over from the Cocoa Butter Club that came over from London. I've seen a lot of drag queens that have gone through Berlin and are not here now, but come back every once in a while. But it's really nice to to see how it changes and how people will go and take a break, get inspired and then come back. And it's also really nice to keep it fresh, like have different groups of people coming to shows and performing. I mean, as much as I know that like certain queens would love to perform every single week, you know, death drop and twirl and kick and like dance. It's nice to have like a mixture of different of different performers. So yeah, that's that's amazing too. One of the things we've noticed going to, to the shows here is that it's not just about death drops and twirling yes. there's political things yes. happening there's social things exactly happening. exactly what else have you been part of on that side i wouldn't say i'm a i'm a i'm a political person but i like to keep my opinions to myself i love seeing other people perform though like um i went to a show I believe it was one of Olympia's shows months ago. And also uh, Shaz the Night Bus was performing there. And she's incredible. Love absolutely everything she does. She's hilarious too. It's amazing to see people that take things that have touched them personally, whether it be about race, what's going on in culture, society, whatever, and put it into a performance in a way that is still beautiful, but people still take the intended message away from it. But no, I, I... I try and see as, as much of a diverse group of performers as possible just because it, it stays super, super interesting. And yeah, as much as everyone loves a queen that can death drop and, and twirl and kick, like sometimes we want to see someone that's going to be covered in fake blood and shave their hair on stage or something, something like that, you know, so, something to shock and amaze people, so, you know. What's your next idea for your performance on stage? Um, well, I I'm... said no secret. No, 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 that's fine. Um, I'm performing in parentheses um in Leipzig on the 20th for a show and um this month's Black History Month so I wanted to do something that was kind of entwined with that and then um Crystal like a couple of months ago gave me a whole bunch of like these weird plaster bananas so I'm gonna make a banana skirt kind of Josephine Baker inspired um so yeah I'm at the moment trying to come up with something to do with that but we'll see I mean most things like I can't think about things too much I'm one of those people that are just like okay I've got 10 minutes before I need to be somewhere like what am I gonna do like what what's gonna happen um, oh, so you perform under stress. Yes. And we do good under pressure. I do good. Mm, I don't know if I do good under pressure. <laughs> I just, I, I like to, I don't like to overthink things. If I plan something for such a long time, I start to overthink it. And I'm just like, oh my God, like this could happen or this could be terrible. or This could go wrong. Um, for example, at the Rihanna show, when I was halfway through, again, in parentheses, my performance and um, my corset just opened and I was like, okay, there's two ways that this can go. I can either freak out and try and do up my corset or I can let my stomach hang out the whole of the rest of the time and then just try to um, vogue my way out of a situation. So that's what I attempted to do. But yeah, I think if I, I, 
I, if I think about things too much, then I just get too worried and fumble and yeah. I mean, what, like with you, what, what sort of, do you ever think, oh my goodness, if I overthink situations, then it's going to be, it's going to be terrible. Or are you a planner? I have to plan. I go both directions. Oh, she don't. There, oh. there are days when all I'm doing is making lists of what order everything should go in. That's nice though. And there are days when it's all put out the fire. <laughs> put out the fire. Put out the fire. It's, it goes both ways. <laughs> I love that you it goes both ways <laughs> in such a smoky sensuous voice it goes both ways it's beautiful <laughs> thank you <laughs> now you have brought this up a little bit here so mm-hmm. i will touch on this mm-hmm. you are an absolutely gorgeous woman of color <laughs> and you go and you're doing things that are promoting black history month mm-hmm. and where else have you been that is promotion or what else have you been involved with that is directed toward the women or people of color side of this because there has been some comment about drag is all yeah it's difficult because if you only have certain people that want to perform and you and you're trying to seek out a particular demographic or a particular group of people and they're not willing to to participate then there's nothing you can do but there's always a way that you can find someone to make things more diverse. And I think that's a really good thing that's happening at the moment. When I was younger and a little bit crazier, there's a lot of things I used to do in the UK, just because I had problems when I was younger with people being racist to me. I mean, as much as I'm like, well, I'm not black, I'm half black, I'm half white. So as much as I'm I'm a mixture, people would always refer to me as being black. So there's certain issues that I feel more strongly about or that don't affect me as much as they might affect another person because as much as I have part part of that history, I'm not directly affected by it. But it's really, really nice to see that there's like a bit of a change, like especially, as I said earlier, with the Cocoa Butter Club coming over, that was incredible. Yeah, it's just nice to see like a variety of, not just different colors, but like different body shapes, different performers, different people doing different things. There's no cookie cutter way of doing drag. Although people try to divine it or say that it has to have this sort of standard. There is no set rule for drag. There's no rule book for drag. I don't think there is. And I don't think there should be. I don't think there should be. You have freaky performers and then you have pageant performers and they're all still drag queens. Are you finding a problem within the drag community being a woman of color? Um, I don't think it's so much of a problem. Um, It's frustrating at times, definitely, to see that there is a lack of diversity. But as I said before, if you don't have people that are reaching out to perform, then it's kind of difficult to make yourself more diverse. I mean, I get to do certain things that other people may not be able to do or may not be comfortable doing or get to Is perform. Is that to misappropriation? Um, so Obviously, th- putting me in a black face would be Yeah, yeah. Of, of course, of course, Jebby, you know, maybe, maybe pushing it a little bit. Yeah, but um, it, I think as as long as you're considerate and you're, you're coming from a place of understanding, I mean... I, I say it a lot. I'm not the sounding board for for what's what's racist or what's offensive or what's cultural appropriation. But I think some things. Um, I'm not going to give too many examples because some people might get upset. But um, <coughs> but some things maybe people should spend a little bit more time thinking about 
how it could come across and how it could possibly offend or affect other people I mean I'm sure there's things that I would do that are probably offensive to other people but I ran across this in reading on the feminism side. Mm -hmm. They're not happy with drag queens because drag queens are doing caricatures of women. Mm -hmm. Okay, nobody said you had to go to the show. Yeah. At the same time, then we're if we're going to start putting all these restrictions in. Yeah. We're done with performance. Exactly. Um. So what's the what's the problem with them being caricatures of women? What is they're celebrating women that have either influenced them in their life, women that they look up to. They're celebrating women. They're not making fun of women. So this is what we see. Yeah. But this is not what certain other people are seeing. Well, some, certain seeing other people need to not go to drag shows and not go and see that and not go and make comments. Ooh. <laughs> everyone's entitled to their own opinion but i think if you go somewhere with the intention of being offended you're gonna be offended by something they're not making fun of women they're not they're celebrating women in a way that they feel comfortable with doing it you have drag kings too does that mean that does that mean that they're mocking men that they're trying to feminize men that they're trying you know it goes it goes both ways we have drag performers that have been seen as both male and female mm-hmm. on the stage mm-hmm. we have performers who good luck figuring out whether that's a man or a woman yeah exactly a performer and the character mm-hmm. on the stage good luck with that yeah i have seen this it's amazing is that a man is that a woman i don't <laughs> i don't know i don't care but i love it exactly <laughs> yeah. yeah now you have a couple of outfits that you've used mm-hmm. what's your most fabulous piece my most fabulous piece Hmm. I ah, uh, it's I have two things. Okay. One of them's a pair of shoes <laughs> that I covered in pink marabou. They're a basic like pink suede pump. I was like mm, too plain, so covered them in pink marabou. They're my pink fluffy shoes that I love wearing, and they're super comfortable. So bonus points. <laughs> um, and then there's as I said, I'm a last minute sort of person. I had to leave my house. I had about 35 minutes to leave my house. I had my face and my hair done. So that was fine, but I couldn't decide what to wear. And I had three meters of white Jersey. So I was like, okay, I'll just wrap myself up in this. So that's what I did. I don't have any pictures of it, which is really sad, but, um, Indeed, because that sounds, really- it, 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 I'm going to redo it. I'm going to break, break one of my own rules and, and rewear it. But, um, I, I like things that like show off your shape and are very form fitting. I mean, I have bingo wings that like weird bit of saggy skin underneath your arm, but I'd still like to wear things that show my butt and my boobs. So yeah. I mean, what I wore last week was super comfortable, just, a towel on my head some some earrings and a dressing gown that was (laughs) lazy but comfortable (laughs) so freaking comfortable it was amazing but yeah I I I like making things or repurposing things like Crystal gives me so much crap that she doesn't want anymore and just hands it over to me and is like do what you want with it and I do so yeah oh that sounds like fun yeah (laughs) Do you have um, a booking agent? No, I have no booking agent. I have nothing. I'm just on Instagram and just be at shows and kiss and touch people. And then they're like, oh, I remember you. I, re- I remember you. So if someone wanted to book you, 
How do we contact you since you're your own manager? Um, if someone wanted to book me first, I would ask them if they're okay. Um, have they seen what I do? Again, in parentheses, perform. Um, but yeah, my Instagram or I don't really like using Facebook, but some people do. My name is Billie Jean Baldry. So that's there. Um, on Instagram, it's Billie Jean is not my lover, but L-U-V-V-A because, you know, trying to be different and stand out and be like unique. Um, oh, you are unique. I try my best. Um, no, that those are like the main ways to to contact me. I mean, I get weird emails sometimes, but you know, I just oh, put them in the trash box. Emails. Yeah, just you know put, how to hit spam, right? Yeah, exactly. Spam, 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 spam. Pretty much all of them. And that was Billie Jean. And um, I'm going to use uh, a northernism, uh, northern English, which is lovely. Oh, she is lovely. Mm-hmm. She is absolutely lovely. She is so much fun. Uh, she, she's very approachable she's 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 a friendly kind happy soul yeah and uh evidently she wrote on facebook i don't know if it was one year ago or but a couple of, a year or so ago she wrote on facebook note to self befriend more drag queens and she's done that she did mm-hmm. <laughs> and, and it's, it's been wonderful mm-hmm. and now she's uh, basically a drag queen herself she is a drag queen and there is no basically about it she is a drag queen I stand corrected. Thank well, you. Well, I'm sitting, but okay. Well, then sit corrected because that's a correction and I'm going to insist on it. All right. Fair enough. You are now departing Sparkle Town. And uh, if that previous thing sounded a little bit abrupt, the ending that is, that's because we uh, were teasing the upcoming episode but as it turns out because of technical difficulties with this episode that was actually the previous episode the one with Cheryl from the Real Housewives of Neukölln. I'm not going to tease the upcoming episode just say uh, be careful out there it's a tough harsh world and welcome back to Sparkle Town real soon. <laughs> <laughs>